Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Aloha, this is Stacia in sunny Honolulu, Hawaii, and you're on board Flight 785. Flight 785 in the house for another week, guys, another week. My name is Kenyan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know how I get down, and I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. Guys, I am feeling great. I am feeling great. It is the 19th of November. And this is the show where we grab some topics, some news topics, and we chop it up. It is a good time, I guarantee. I guarantee you will have a good time here on Flight 785. We are here at Cedar Crest South, which is here in Southeast Texas. It is a good look, folks. It is a good look. I-135 Entertainment. And of course, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, Carrie entertainment purposes only we want you to listen and have a good time and that is what we're gonna do carrie so carrie today we had a exciting afternoon did we not of course we did the houston texans carrie's houston texans beat the arizona redbirds the cardinals today it was a good time was it not it was a very good time i was a little worried there the second half but yes she was a little worried but you know the crazy thing that got me was at the very beginning of the game you know we were hungry and so we decided to get some hamburgers and that was fine and dandy carrie got her hamburger i got my hamburger and she got her ketchup i got ketchup for both of us she got ketchup very kind she got ketchup for both of us and i got mustard i had mustard placed on the side of my little bowl everything was all good no he slathered tons of mustard on his fries okay so we go to sit down we go to sit down and i go and i'm eating my french fries and I have a little bit of mustard on the fries. It was not a little bit. And, and so I dipped I dipped a little bit of the fry into her ketchup. And the look that she gave me was just like, oh, hell no. It was appalling. It My, was appalling. You know, when you mix red and yellow, it makes yes. a green. Right, right. And, I saw the green coming. And she was not happy. She, no. She was not happy. And she commenced to look at me, say, oh, hell no. And then she was just, she was just like, Kenyon, you I am so tired. I I just, I I'm going to take this and I'm going to, you mother, I can't take this. It was ridiculous. That's folks. not how it, it went down. It was ridiculous. Down. That's exactly what happened. I had a happened. bunch of cut. I had I had a lid full of ketchup, and I decided I I shook my head. I said no. 
no, don't do that again. And I poured half of the lid of ketchup onto his basket. I didn't care. Right beside his mustard. She didn't care. If he wanted to mix it, he was going to mix it in his own bowl, not mine. With some choice words mixed in between. I didn't didn't curse. I I just said, nope, nope, nope. Before the game game started, guys, before (laughs) the game started, before they even had the national anthem, I got cursed out. Okay. It was nothing. I'd say for a good 20 seconds, it was just like. I did not. It was out of control. You folks. know what? It was, it was That's how my head was. Yes. All the it, curse words what, were in my head. I did not say one word out loud. I just. <laughs> I know what you said. I was there. You don't have to tell me. I was there. No mustard's going to touch my food. Of course. Of course. Enough of, enough of my trauma. But moving on, guys. More trauma. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Guys, I have what you call diplomatic immunity. So I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers. So don't get upset. Don't get mad. I may ruffle some feathers. Guys, shoot me a note. He gets talked to after the podcast. I, Don't worry. I, I do get a good talking to, but guys, shoot <laughs> me a note. Flight785podcast at gmail.com if you want to hit me up or hit me up on Instagram, Flight785. It is just that easy. Hey, as you saw, our good friend Stacia, all the way from sunny Honolulu, Hawaii, sent us an intro. She uh, read us in, and it was a good look, guys. Honolulu is 3000 what about probably about 3,900 miles away from down here in Southeast Texas? Way too far away to be away from my friends. Too, too, too far away. But thank you, Stacia. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. So, guys, at the very beginning of the show, I always like to tell you guys what the flight plan is, and that is what we're going to be talking about. So, this week, Carrie, we're going to be speaking of something that happened. A gentleman got bamboozled on a plane. We're also going to talk about some police station, you know, surprises and some Starbucks issues, uh, a relationship issue that the, uh, well, we'll just, we'll get into it. And then we get into learn something, right? What do we have with learn something? We're going to learn about acorns. Acorns. It's fall. It's Thanksgiving. Okay. And so we're I've gonna... had some issues with the acorns. So okay. And so I decided I'd look up some history. I see. It. I see. I know it sounds random. I, okay. But, you know. Well, guys, we want you to have a little bit of knowledge, learn a little bit of knowledge on the show. It's got to be entertaining. And we give you a little something that you can, uh, you know, check out. Food for thought. Food for thought, if you will. Thank you for that. But we also get into my last segment, Sound Advice, where I go ahead and I read something from one of the advice columns and we chop it up to see if this advice is sound, Carrie. That is what we have going on. It is going to be a good time. But before we get into the show, Carrie, I have to say, you know, on it was been a rough week. All last week was a rough week. I was training on a with a new position, and it was uh, with a new job, and it was a rough week. It was and a long, hard week. It was. It was very long. And so Friday evening, I decided uh, I was working, and I decided I had a little break. And I decided that I was going to call my sister. And so I call my sister and she picks up the phone and says, she answers the phone and she says, I will call you back. Click and hangs up. Now, I don't understand why. People, it must run in the family. Well, yeah, I mean, my brother, you do my, it. my brother does the same thing. You do but too. I don't know why. Don't do that. You do. Don't, don't do that. I don't I know call why you people, and you say, I'll have to call you back. Or no, you don't say I'll have to call you back. I will call you back. 
Anyway, I don't do that, but I digress. Now you know how it feels. My sister says, <laughs> I will call you back. And so this was Friday evening. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? I said, okay, cool. She's going to call me back. And she hangs up. Uh-huh. She does not call me back until the next day. Okay. And I, I don't like that. I don't like when someone says they're going to call me back. I expect a call back relatively soon. Mm-hmm. And so I get a hold of my sister. She calls me back. And I'm asking her, why, where were you yesterday that I could not, you know, that you could not speak? At least she picked up the phone. Well, I believe what she told me, something to the fact that she had met some randos or something at the dog park. She goes to the dog park, okay? And she had met some randos that play an accordion at the dog park. And so this is what I don't understand. She's known me for fifteen. Please think- let me let me tell my truth, Gary. Please don't interrupt. Please, okay. 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 I don't. She's known me for fifty years. Okay, she's known me for fifty years. Yet she has to call me back because some rando, okay, at the dog park is playing an accordion. She has a now, life too. My question is, what in the H E double hockey sticks is going on? When you are friends with someone, some rando, and you can't speak with your brother, okay? I, I overheard the conversation. I don't think that's how it went I'll down. I'll tell you exactly how it went down. I call her up, okay? She picks up the phone, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, I can't talk. I can't talk. I can't talk, kid yet. I can't talk, okay? I'm busy right now. I'm busy right now. I can't talk to you. That's what it was. Sounds like a very lively Friday night. That's what it was. I don't understand. You're you. just jealous. Okay. I'm like, listen, I'm your brother. Okay. You've known You're me for jealous because fi- you weren't there you've listening known me to for, the music. You've known me for 50 years and you choose <laughs> this over me. You choose some rando in the park playing polka music with an accordion to the dogs. You're just jealous because you were working and she was off having fun with the accordion I had no guy. ideas that dogs were such fans of accordion music. I don't, I don't think that's Maybe the, you need the to dog, look into that. I think, yes, I think maybe you need to look into event. that. No, no, you need to look into that. Okay, that Who? might be a learn something. If dogs like accordion music. No, it was music. a separate event. You did not listen to her. No, it was not a separate yes, event. Yes, it was. She was at the park. It was just a friend she, she, she met at the dog park. That plays accordion to dogs. No. Yes. She didn't say to That's dogs. exactly what happened. Okay. She's not here to defend Let herself. Let me speak so. my truth. Okay. I'm going to speak my truth. This is ridiculous. Guys, if you love your family, when they call you, please pick up the phone and speak to them. I could have had something very important to talk to her about, but she was too busy with Franz in the park playing an accordion to dogs. But I digress. You could have texted her and told her it was urgent. You know what? I'm done with this. Okay. I'm done with this. Enough of my trauma. We need to move on, Carrie. We need to move on. Okay. So there was a gentleman that we all love riding on planes. Well, some of us do. And you have a gentleman that had an issue, Gary. Okay. And I will tell you, this is what happened. It is very disturbing. A man has been left outraged after being duped into giving up his aisle seat on a plane to win an entitled passenger. He explained how the window seat was already occupied by a man when he went to take his aisle seat, leaving just the middle seat empty. Of course, nobody likes the middle seat, right? So, but shortly after... Depends on who you're riding by. Well, that's true. 
but shortly after, a woman with a sling on her arm came over to claim her seat. He, the gentleman said on Reddit, The woman was wincing, acting like she was in terrible pain. She stops at my row, tells me she has the middle seat, and asks if I will swap with her so that she will have more room for her hurt arm. And I'm inwardly groaning. I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, I really don't want to do this. But I moved to the middle seat. Mm-hmm. However, the man came to regret the swap after the woman removed her sling and started chuckling to herself about the situation. Oh, hell no. Oh, that's so rude. We take off, and the next thing I know, she has taken off her sling, has a smile on her face, and is moving her arm freely. Then she starts talking to the man at the window next to me, who turns out to be her companion. They spend the rest of the flight talking across me and passing things back and forth over me. Commenting on his post, one user on Reddit said, I never swap seats unless I'm upgraded to first or business class. That's smart. So, Carrie, let me ask you this. Is the woman, was the woman being ingenious by faking an injury to get over to the seat she wanted? Or do you think that this was a, the woman was not a good person by doing this and duping the gentleman? What do you think? She's rude. She's rude. And what I would have done is I would have got up to go to the bathroom. And when I came back, I would have brought the stewardess with me and said, hey, they're together. This lady needs to move to her middle seat. I want my seat. That's what you would have done. Yes. Or I would have said, hey, I'm going to the restroom. When I get back, I'm going to sit in this seat. You need to move next to your companion. Carrie, I believe last month we talked about giving people a little grace, Carrie. Can you give this woman a little grace well, and let her have the seat after you got duped? I wouldn't have been able to tolerate that because I have to sleep. And if they're talking across from me, right. if I don't sleep, I'm going to get nauseous. I'm going to start throwing up. Right, so right. they need to get their crap together. Right. Well, you're a better person than me because what I would have done had this happened. Mm-hmm. What I would have done is I would have requested some coffee, maybe, and Mm -hmm. accidentally poured it on someone just to make them feel uncomfortable. That's what I would have done. Okay? Because this is ridiculous. Would you really have thought of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, if you're going to try to dupe me, you got to pay. (laughs) And you're going to pay. I I would have gone to the restroom, came back, and said, hey, you need to move over to the middle seat. You guys need to talk over there. I'm sleepy. Right, and they're continuously passing things back and, and forth over you. And if she wouldn't move, I'd go to the stewardess so let's, and say, let's, hey, make her move. So let's this roll. This is my seat. Can we role play this real quick? Okay, so I'm the lady, mm-hmm. and what do you say after I take off my slig? What do you say? Yes? At that point, I wouldn't say anything. No, no, we're role playing. You're supposed to. You're Okay. So then what do you do? I'd just sit there. you just sit there? Yeah. So you're but not then do when yes no, but when they were talking across from each other and I realized they know each other, that's when I'd get up and say I'm going to the restroom. And then I come back and I'd say you need to slide over. Okay, what if the lady says I'm not sliding over? What would you do? I'd say this is my seat. You know that guy over there. You need to slide over. I need to go to sleep. You know what? Okay, fantastic, fantastic. So you wouldn't have. Uh, I paid for this seat. Right. Obviously, your arm is just fine. Move over. Okay, I see. I see. You wouldn't have said anything like, you know, you're either gonna you're either gonna move, you know, voluntarily or you're gonna move involuntarily. 
You wouldn't say no. anything like that. You wouldn't threaten any 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 threatening or anything like that. I threatened to go get the stewardess if she didn't get her butt up and move. Okay, okay, fantastic, fantastic, guys, fantastic, guys. Write the show. Let us know what you would have done. This is this why was, I yes. just request the window seat to the right of the plane, the passenger side of the plane. I don't know what you want to call it. Right, facing the pilot, the right. So that I can sleep on the window. I see. And then I make you be in the middle. That way, if I get uncomfortable sleeping on the window, right. I can sleep on of course your so. shoulder of, to my left. Of course you can. Of course you can. That's how it goes down. Yes, yes. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. A New Jersey man deliberately drove his car into a police station while blasting Welcome to the Jungle by Guns and Roses. Oh, hey. No. This was a policeman, you said? A New Jersey man drove into the oh. police station. Okay. Yes, the Independence Township Police Department. Oh, in the building? Yes. Oh, God. The gentleman's name was John Hargreaves, and he first drove his gold Toyota SUV into the garage door of a home in an attempt to allegedly intimidate a homeowner. Okay. After that, he then made his way to the nearest police station and intentionally barreled into it. <laughs> the entire vehicle came to a final resting place in the squad room. The defendant exited the vehicle and appeared to be celebrating as officers apprehended him on scene as his car stereo blared the song, Welcome to the Jungle, Gary. Welcome to the Jungle, We Got Fun and Games. You know, after driving in yes. Houston traffic for yes. five months. yes. I I sometimes envision myself just you do just ramming big trucks just because they're annoying. So you have some road rage issues, basically. So maybe yes, he, yes. I I don't know what would provoke him to want to run into a house or a police station, but maybe there was just some rage or just something very pleasing welcome, to him. Welcome to, to the <laughs> jungle. We got funded games, Carrie. He was probably on something. We got everything you want, <laughs> honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money, honey. We got your disease in the jungle. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Watch it bring it to your, you know, the rest. <laughs> yes. I want to watch you bleed. This is out of control. Okay. <laughs> this is out of control. We have people driving into the local police station celebrating blasting guns and roses. You know, sometimes yes. people just got to let their, their inner selves go. They got to let their yeah, inner their, selves go. You know, their inner urges go yes yes i see <laughs> they'll I pay see. the consequences oh, later he's gonna pay he's gonna pay of course he was rested <laughs> and booked and that's how we did that carrie that is how we did that moving on moving on so on reddit you know they have a post called am i the a-hole no okay? i did not yes reddit has a post called am i the a-hole where people write into reddit and say am i the a-hole <laughs> you know and people will respond okay so here we go so here's here's what happens. So the gentleman, he's a male. He says, I'm 22, mm -hmm. and my girlfriend is 21. And here is the issue. I don't like giving my real name at places like Starbucks and similar stores where they shout out your name where the, when the order's ready. Mm -hmm. He said, I can't tell you why. I have a normal, reasonably common name, and I like fine. I like it fine enough. But for some reason, it majorly creeps me out when a barista shouts my name you know, to a you know, to a room full of strangers. Right. Dick, your orders in. Okay. You know what? Oh 
George Takai, get out of the studio. I don't know I'm why you're here. I'm just guessing that's his name, right? Why'd you have to pick Dick? I don't oh know. It's the first okay, one. Okay, you know, <laughs> of course it did. Oh George Takai, get out of the studio. Get out of the studio right now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So here's what happened. So whenever I'm at a store, when they want, you know, and they say, you know, what's your name? I say Tom. Uh-huh. And that's literally the name I use for everything. Okay. Nothing inappropriate or outlandish, just plain Tom. But does he recognize it when it's called? Yes. Okay. And so here's what happened. A couple days ago, I was at Starbucks with my new girlfriend and ordered our drinks Mm -hmm. while she sat down. I gave them my fake name as always. And when our order was ready and they shouted Tom, I went and got it. Uh My girlfriend was a bit confused and asked me if I went and got someone else's order, which is fair enough. So I explained the thing to her. And though it's, you know, you know how I feel about, you know, giving a fake name. Uh And she got really, really angry. Oh, Maybe her ex was named Tom? No, I don't think that's what it was. Okay. Okay. She says it's really disrespectful to lie like that and that I'm making everybody in the store out to be creeps who will do something bad if they know my name, which is not at all what's happening. I just don't like it when they yell my real name. So I found a harmless way to get around that. But she can't see it like that. She thinks I'm a pathological liar who is you know, way too suspicious of everyone, and I need to stop. I really can't see the problem she has. It's really not that deep. I don't think I'm hurting anyone, or am I? So, yeah, I'm really confused about her reaction and asking myself, am I the a-hole after, for some reason, I can't comprehend? Huh. I, I don't know what to think, because you never use your real name ever at Do Starbucks. you know what this gentleman needs to do? <laughs> Get rid of her. I'm okay. mind blown. I think I agree with you. Is it that serious? Get rid of her. That's what I, he needs I, to I do. I don't think it's that serious. He's not the a-hole. There's nothing wrong with having a fake name. There is nothing wrong with having a fake name. No. You know, when yeah. I when I lived in Hawaii, I had a ton of fake names. You had a new name every day. Well, yes, yes, I did have a Boy, new name. Boy, you'd be in trouble if I felt the same way as her. Yes, if you guys, if you looked at my <laughs> Instagram, you would see I had all kinds of names on my Starbucks cups. The stuff was out of control. I had like Bond for James Bond. I had Khaled. You know, I had everybody. I had everybody on my cups. And that's just how we do it. Yeah. So, so do you? So you don't think this gentleman is an a hole for, for? Oh no, no, absolutely not. And they never. They always spell my name C A R R Y. Like I'm a carry out. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, that, <laughs> that, that happens. All right. Fantastic. Well, Carrie, that is all I've got. Which we need to get into learn something. Are you ready, Carrie? I'm ready. Are, Are you, you ready? ready? I, you know what? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So, the reason I chose acorns, I know you're wondering, you've got a big wonder on your head why I chose acorns. Yes. So, I've been noticing acorns a lot around Houston lately, especially downtown where I work. As I walk into work, it is like I'm stepping on marbles. Really? Especially when I'm wearing dress shoes. Okay. Yes. I feel like I, I'm i on the the Christmas movie where, Home Alone Christmas movie where the kid pours the marbles and the jacks and all that. I, I haven't seen Home Alone. Oh. Well, anyway, 
There's acorns everywhere. And then I noticed on my... Actually, let's reset that. Reset that, Gary. Go ahead and reset that. <laughs> what, what do you mean reset? What do I reset? Uh, reset, uh, reset what you said about walking on marbles like I, in the movie Home Alone. Go I feel it. very unsteady because I feel like I'm stepping on my marbles and I'm going to slip and fall. Like the movie Home Alone. Yes. Oh, you know what? Yes, I do recall <laughs> that. Yes, I do recall that now. Yes. My Ginkgo Bilboba is starting to kick in for memory and cognitive function. Yes, it is okay. kicked in. So, next thing you know, I was thinking, why am I just now noticing the acorns this year and never before? Right. Then I had something come through my news feed on Instagram or something, and it was a local news station saying uh, Texans are having a mast year of acorns. And I'm like, I thought I was the only one that thought this. Really? So, do you know what a mast year is? I do not. I'm a mast year is when nut-bearing trees produce an unusually large amount of acorns, and this year is that year. A mast year happens every two to five years when trees synchronize their seed production. Really? Yes. Nothing just nothing but just big nuts all over the place. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wow. Kai, get out of here. Go ahead. This production is a type of defense mechanism against seed predators like squirrels, ants, and birds. I see. Which tends to overwhelm the predators. This this way, some of the seeds survive and will grow into new trees. So there's just a ton more. Yes. Right. So the the birds and right, the birds squirrels gonna, yeah, don't eat cut. them all. Yeah. yeah. The birds are going to get their cut and the squirrels are going to get their cut. Yeah. The tree rats, yes, as yes. you call them. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. They are tree rats, but please continue. <laughs> the scientific reason behind a mast year can be a combination of environmental factors like temperature, rainfall, and sunlight. I see. So... Which made me think of what is the history behind acorns and why do squirrels go so nuts over the acorns, right? Right, right yes. So the word acorn is a combination of oak for oak and corn meaning seed. I, I didn't see. know that. Right. And so it actually means oak seed. Oak seed. And then another fun fact is the Japanese used to eat acorns during during World War II. School children collected over one million tons to help feed the nation when rice and flour supplies were low. Is that a fact? Yes. I had no idea. And um, just uh, just real quick, the, what they just just put them in their mouth? Did they did they? Boil I'm not them? sure. They Maybe them? they roasted them like chestnuts roasting i don't know i'm not a nut person oh my <laughs> so maybe you could look into that but i did also read that um in north america back in the day they used to eat acorns too i see yes and acorn no and acorns are t known to be like the larger you know how it has that brown cap thing yes. on the acorn yes i guess the larger the cap the more bitter the nut is oh really yes really <laughs> so that's all i got for acorns but i thought it's interesting because it's part of fall and it was something that was kind of questioning me in my head why am i walking on all these acorns fantastic. currently fantastic i appreciate that you're on board flight 785 all right we need to get into sound advice carrie sound advice 
So we have a gentleman that wrote into one of the advice columns, and this is what he says. All righty. I love the woman that I live with. I really do. But I have a problem. She talks all the time. All the time. She talks in the movies. She talks in church. She talks when we're watching TV. She talks while we're hiking to keep the bears away, she always says. (laughs) She even talks in her sleep. I'm just about tapped out, and I'm definitely talked out. This is terrible. Okay? She even talks in her sleep, and I'm just about tapped out. Signed, Kid Yan in Houston. Oh, no, no, I, I digress. So that's you're the talker. Don't even. You're the one that has a please, podcast. Please, please you're the me, talker. Please let me finish. Don't even start please let that. Me finish. So the <laughs> writer says, you always talk about the power of quietude, which is silence. Uh-huh. Okay, they call it, you know, yes. solitude, quietude. I try, but you never shut I, up. Let, don't make this about us. Okay, <laughs> don't make this about us. You brought it okay. up. She says, I'm at, he says, I'm asking you now to take me by the hand and lead us to that quiet place. Please. And so the lady responds back and says, the columnist responds back and says, mm-hmm. I feel your frustration, beloved. And my guess is that probably just about everybody who's reading my column right now has felt this frustration at some point in their lives. Definitely. The thing about quietude, listen, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. The thing about quietude, okay, is that it must be intentionally created. To quiet yourself and those around you, you must create an environment that invites and encourages such stillness of the mind, Carrie. Okay? You can't hope silence into being. You've got to get yourself there with a sense of purpose and intentionality. This kind of purposeful intention will also send the signal to those around you that you take your silence seriously, which might help your friend modify her behavior. Talk to her about how important it is to have the moments of contemplation and reflection. Communicate your needs. Don't just stew over the fact that your needs are not being met. She can't read your mind. Simply put, talk about the importance of not talking all the time. Okay? It says, help her understand that silence itself is far more than the absence of noise. Okay? It says, consistency is important. Maybe set aside a certain time each day that's free of sound. Don't make it last too long, though. At least not initially. Perhaps 10 to 20 minutes each day or every other day, right? And if she doesn't want to take the silence journey with you, then you must take the journey on your own. (laughs) Where is it written that couples must practice precisely the same patterns? The key is to establish your own pattern, then stick to it. If she wants to come along, fine. If not, seek your silence without her. Or consider printing an article out and maybe leaving it on her nightstand. So, or tape it to the refrigerator. She'll get the point. Speaking of which, I need to know where the tape is at the end of this podcast. Scotch tape or, ma- Scotch tape or masking tape, printing uh, painters You're tape. You're the one that won't matter, be But quiet. I digress. But, Gary, diplomatic community, I ask you, Gary, what do you think this gentleman should do in this he situation? Do, what he should do is when he lays down and yes. she's talking, Yes. put her in his arms. Take his shoulder. Ain't nobody got time for that. And say, shh. Listen. 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 Do you hear that? Right. And then say nothing. And then say nothing. And then go to sleep. 
and they go to sleep. <laughs> yes. You know what? It works every time. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Shh. Let me tell you something, folks. This is just, not a relationship a nice podcast. Nice little petting on the arm. This is not a what? soothing, soothing, soothing motion. You know, yes. like you're patting or rubbing a back. Shh. Yes. Shh. But what about this? This woman is and talking just all the time. Quiet. But it's not just at, at, at in the evening. It's all the time. Or we could pull a long. trick that my all, friend does. All day long, they're they talking. just hide out in the bathroom for thirty minutes. What? <laughs> what? I have a close friend. You have a close friend. Yes. Would that you just like to out in the bathroom? Would you like? Minutes. Would you like to give us any names on this? No, this? I prefer not to. You don't. Is it someone I know? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? <laughs> well, this this is very disturbing. Well, you know what? This is what I would do. Okay. If, oh, I'd love to know. Th- this is what I would do. That way, I can do it. If I had, don't do that. <laughs> if I had a lady friend that continuously talked all the time uh-huh. and would not stop talking, okay. Uh-huh. What I would tell her to do was, listen, lady, okay, you need to zip it, okay, because I'm having, I'm <laughs> You're developing taking a book, I, a, listen, a book out of the Golden Bachelor book. I'm developing, I'm developing a sensitivity to the pitch of your voice. Okay. <laughs> and I need some time. I need some time. And that's what I would do. And then I would leave the house. That is what I would do. I would leave the house. I knew a gentleman. Okay. I knew a gentleman that he, he, he had a cra- bunch of, he lived with a bunch you of crazy like people. You're about to like no, he lived with a bunch, so he, he lived with a bunch of crazy people. Uh-huh. And what this gentleman would do was, I'm not going to say his name, but he would, he lived with a bunch of crazy people. Truth be told. And he would tell his this wife. This is how we know you're not telling the no, truth. No, I'm telling the truth. He would tell his wife that he was going out to get lottery tickets. Okay? <laughs> and this gentleman would be gone, no lie, for six hours. No. <laughs> you're lying. He, he would be gone for six hours. He would leave at noon, okay? And he would not come back until dinner time. That's and not nobody, true. no, nobody would know anything. Nobody would be none the wiser. And I'm like, where is this guy going to get lottery tickets? Okay. Is he driving to Dallas? Is, is, is there a special place in Dallas that he could get his lottery tickets? Is he taking the three-hour drive to Dallas to get the lottery tickets and then the, the three-hour drive back? I don't under, understand it, Carrie. But you know what? Sometimes you do need that peace and quiet. You do. You really do. You really need that peace and quiet. But Carrie and I, guys, truth be told, don't get concerned Carrie and I are. I'm all, a good listener. Carrie and I are all good. Okay, Carrie. As for anything, you know, I, I'm I'm happy that he's a talker. That way, I don't I don't have to do all the talking. Less is more. Most of the time, first thing in the morning, when when I when I say good morning, it's basically she's not trying to hear that. I I don't, I, I, I don't like talking the first hour of the morning. I say good. It I, needs to be silent. I say good morning, and she's not trying to hear that. Okay, or I I. There have been times, truth be told, there have been times that I have made a big pot of coffee and she has gotten up, walked into the living room and been like, oh, it smells like in here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But truth be told. You know what? For the last seven years, I've told you good morning. It it only took me 20 some years. You see that ratio, folks? (laughs) It took 20 something years. 27 years and you know to be what, able to say good morning okay, in the morning we're out of time Carrie. i just we, never we, know we, if it's going to be a good morning or not i need that silence this is ridiculous <laughs> this is ridiculous guys we are running out of time we are running out of time 
Gary, do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts? I would just like to say, please enjoy your Thanksgiving <laughs> with your family. Yes. How did you know? Please. please. My so engineer hard. Jackson is on it. My, listen. Yes. Please enjoy, because Gary's family is straight up a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of turkeys. But please, please continue. Since we're going to be hanging out with your kids... I take offense. Okay, but please. So <laughs> enjoy your Thanksgiving, folks. Yes, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Hold those that are still here tight and give them much love and just enjoy even the things that annoy you. Enjoy those things because you may not, they may not be here the next Thanksgiving. They may not be here the next Thanksgiving. Guys, we are going to see you in two weeks. I'll leave you with this. Travel far, but always keep home in your heart. That is real talk. We love y'all. Blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you soon. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.